This is Suburban Dope. going on man andrew barrow suburban dope what's good yo what is going on i know i'm getting to you guys today uh well this week on wednesday don't don't you know don't trip there's literally eight new episodes i dropped eight new episodes okay like you can't trip i i i i put in work and i and i and i dropped it all at once like an ep like come on man you could you 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 know you could wait for this week. So coming at you Wednesday, same thing. You already know what it is. Uh, this week I'm not gonna do a spoilers this week. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold out on spoilers this week. I'm gonna do uh, I'm gonna get into spoilers next week because this weekend I went to L.A. and I've I I I, I basically. I've, man, I've realized exactly what's happening. I, 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 I see the plan real clear now. And I just, I want to, I got to, I got to talk about it. I got to talk about it. So I went out to LA and uh, I went out to LA to go to my sister's graduation. Still can't believe she graduated. Uh, she, you know, 21 years old, she graduated. And then my brother is also out in LA right now. He is out there, um, doing a show called Witness Uganda. They actually got the good news today. Um, the show has been extended from March 25th. They now got another week. They're now there till March 3rd, which is dope for him. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm going to get into all that. I'm going to get into all that. Anyway, so I haven't seen my family in a long time. It didn't hit me because I talked to my sister and my brother every single day. So I'm not, like, thinking about, oh, man, I haven't seen them in a long... Like, I haven't seen my sister since June. And then I haven't seen my brother since, like, uh, probably November, maybe even October. And then I haven't seen my mom and my dad uh, for at least a month and a half. Because I moved, you know, December 18th. They moved the week before and, like... Yeah, I haven't seen anybody. Um, so this whole living away from home and like being on my own, like this shit is really, really real. And it didn't hit me till I was on that plane flying there. You know, this six hour flight, you got a lot of time. I mean, I, I my, my flights are also super early in the morning. <laughs> so I got like, you know, a good five hours of sleep and then I'm just up chilling 
um, for that last hour, and it like it really hit me like, yo, I haven't seen my family in months. Like, I miss them. This trip is necessary. I can't wait to go see them. Like, the first thing I did, uh, as soon as I got, you know, as soon as I got off the plane and got to that carousel, I saw my mom. I gave her the biggest hug. Like, I, 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 I didn't, I didn't realize I was gonna miss her like this. I missed my mom, and on top of that, it was her birthday weekend as well. So like, all these things hit this weekend, which is crazy, right? But like, you know, I hugged my mom, and like, my mom didn't see me leave uh, on the on the eighteenth. She she didn't see me leave. She couldn't, she couldn't do it. She just, uh, you know, it was. I I I guess it was too much for her. You know what I'm saying? So it was it was it was great to get off that plane, see my mom, and just give her the biggest hug. Like I felt, yo, that was one of them hugs. Like when I held her, I felt like I was ten again. You know what I'm saying? Like. Oh man, I really needed I really needed that. I really really needed that. Just how I've been feeling lately and stuff like that. It's you know, living on your own and I'm I'm yeah, it's been a month and a half, but like it's you know, you're really on your own. Like <laughs> yes, I have the homies. Yes, I have my girlfriend. Yes, yes, yes to all those things, but at the end of the day, I'm still alone. Like it's just me here. All my family is out they're you know they're we're all on different parts of the coast now so it was dope to hug my mom hug my dad and then you know driving to LA at last time I was in California you guys already know if you listen to the show was when I was seven so I haven't been here in what <laughs> 23 years I haven't been here it's it's it, it really is just it's it's mountains it's in the mountains it's full of mountains flying in you realize that LA really isn't that big at all it's small it's smack dab you know right in between the mountains it was dope the weather is definitely different out there and it was like it was raining um <laughs> it was like 50 degrees it wasn't even hot or anything like this was like this is this is LA in the winter for real <laughs> and when you're in the sun, though, it feels like it's hotter in the sun. So I knew that, like, the coast is definitely different. The sun is different. The weather's different over here. You can feel it in the air. Um, you know, driving in, and, you know, you see the Hollywood sign, and, like, oh, snap. Like, you know, that's the Hollywood sign. Like, driving down Hollywood Boulevard, it's like, yo, like, that's Dolby Theater. That's the Chinese Theater. Like, these are all things I've seen before in movies and all of that. So it's cool to be in it, you know? Um, and then, you know, we got something to eat, that was dope, uh, and then, um, you know, I'm, it's, for me, it's like 2 o'clock in the afternoon, but <laughs> out in LA, it's literally 11 o'clock, so I'm trying to figure out sleep and what the fuck is happening right now with my body, but what was dope about this, uh, this car ride was the talk that I was having with my parents, um, we're talking and they they officially have accepted that I do stand up they've officially accepted that uh and understand that like this is what I'm gonna be doing I'm I'm doing this I you know I I, I really am like pursuing it so it was cool to 
have my mom and dad ask me questions like, how's the stand-up going? How did the shows go? Oh, are you meeting, you know, are you meeting any, you know, you meeting any comics? So, oh, you're getting, you're getting ready to put on your own show? Like, how is that going to work? Like, what did you do for it? How did you prepare for it? Like, they're actually asking me things about my life, and it felt good to just be able to tell them with no judgment at all. It was amazing. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And, you know, driving around, we went on the, uh, we did the TMZ tour um, after we ate. So we went on this TMZ tour, you know, you drive around town and, um, you know, all the all the nice celebrity hotspots and uh, the people that are actually on TMZ, they, you know, that, that are on the TV show, like, they're the ones that run the tour and all that. Um, it's not really for me, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't watch reality TV, guys. I don't really give a shit where these celebrities go and where they hang out and where they stay and all that. I really don't care. But it's cool because I'm here with the family and... It is interesting to see all the cool little, you know, the dope, the dope spots like the like, you know, the the Roosevelt Hotel, you know, like driving past In-N-Out. What was really great for me is, you know, when we got to drive to like the comedy spots in L.A. So, you know, drive past the Laugh Factory. Boom. You know, go down a few more blocks here. You know, here comes here comes the comedy store. Boom, and then you know, drive for up, drive a few more blocks down. Here comes you know the improv. Um, here comes uh the uh the what uh the fucking what 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 it was some it was some TV uh some it's, it's an improv out there, but like here goes that uh Granger something, and then you know driving past you know where they where they where they you know Muppets where they where they make the Muppets and create that and Muppet Studios that's like that shit is dope for me that was cool so it was cool to do that and as we're driving past it my mom goes you should come back out here and you should do some you should do stand-up out here I was like huh she's like you should just come out here for like a week and just like do stand-up you know why not it can't hurt and I'm like it can't hurt. You're right. And it hit me. It hit me right there in that moment, right there. This is this is my this is my story. This is my journey. This is the this is the direction that I'm going to go with this. Me being in Maryland. Yes, I live in Maryland. Yes. I do stand up out here in Maryland. Yes, I do. Um, I'm actually doing my own show this, you know, this Sunday with the homies. Salute to Dallas. Salute to Donnie. Salute to Antmo. Like we're about to, you know, do our 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 own show, the comedy get together at the Edison Lounge, uh, February seventeenth. You know, doors open at seven thirty. Show starts at eight. It's gonna be great, and it's like it's our show. I'm hosting it. I'm gonna be doing this podcast live in front of people. Hopefully, uh. Doing it in front of people, they'll finally like understand what's happening with this, and they'll be like, "Oh, I get it." And when they leave, they'll leave, and they'll go subscribe. They'll go, they'll go talk to somebody about it. They'll go, they'll go share it. They'll go listen to more episodes, whatever have you. Um, but either way, maybe they'll come see me at Magoobies on you know February twenty fourth, my next show there. Like the like things are happening now. But what's dope about this? for my journey is my sister she's graduating you know what i'm saying she graduated she's not leaving la she's going to be staying in la my brother 
yes, he's in L.A. right now. He leaves L.A. on March 3rd. Um, well, probably he'll probably leave like the week after just because March 3rd is the last that's the last show for him for this musical. And hopefully they get picked up. Honestly, the musical deserves it. Well, it deserves it. I'll get into that. We'll, we'll you know, we'll get there. We'll get there. Run with me. Run with me. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, you know, but my brother, he lives in New York and then my mom and dad, they live in Georgia now and Atlanta is 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 becoming a hub for comedy there's a lot of comedy going on in atlanta you know what i'm saying there's something i'm trying to work on right now with the guy who has a podcast out in atlanta like i'm not gonna like say it on here just yet but i'm working on it i'm working on it i hope it happens when it, if it does if and when you'll know because you're gonna listen to it anyway uh and so it hit me right there like yes i haven't seen my family in months yes but if I want to go visit my family, I can go visit my sister in L.A. for a week. And for that week, I can go do mics that whole week on top of hanging out with my sister. So, they, you know, I come out, I hang out with her, you know, for a day or two. And like, you know, these ne- you know, this day I'll go get a mic, you know, that, you know, the next day I'll go catch another mic. Maybe I'll do two mics in a night, three mics in a night, because why not? I'm on vacation. And not only that. Like, you know, I want to do this comedy. So for me to go out, to be able to go out to L.A. and do stand-up for a week and, like, actually get the feel of doing comedy in L.A., yeah, that's dope. I can go visit my brother in New York, and I can go do comedy in New York for a whole week. You know what I'm saying? The same thing. And in in New York, I definitely can do, like, three, four shows a night. I can definitely do that. I can go from one open mic in New York at 6 o'clock to go to another one at 7.30 to jump to another one at 9 to jump to another one at 11. Like, I can do that in New York. So I can do that for a whole week. You know what I mean? And I can actually, like, really do these things because I would be going on vacation. I'll be, you know, I'm going to visit my brother. I'm going to visit my sister. Like, I'm here, but I do this comedy while I'm here I might as well grind right I might as well do that same thing with my mom and dad when I go see my mom and dad when I go visit them it's gonna be the same thing I'm gonna go out there for the week and um Atlanta is like 40 minutes away from where they live so go out to visit them for the week and you know at night go do the same thing go get two mics because I can go do that in Atlanta but I do it for the whole week and I can do that so my plan is This year, my plan is this. On top of me doing comedy here, of course, in Maryland, is this is this is this is this is not not even to say that's my bread and butter, but this is where I'm I'm learning how to I'm learning my craft for real. I'm learning it here. So for me to be able to learn my craft here and then, you know, go take it out to these other coasts and go see how it, you know, how it does in New York, how it does in L.A., how it does in Atlanta. I can do that now. It's going to be dope. So I what I plan to do is I'm trying to go back out to L.A., probably like the beginning of the summer. I'm trying to go back out to L.A., but go back out. I'm going to go out for a week. I'm going to hit up mics the whole week. Boom. And I already got connections, you know, in L.A. on top of that, you know, because my brother has friends out there. But I'm also friends with some of his friends. So and a lot of them do comedy like I already have that connection out there. So that's dope. Right. Same thing with New York. I can go out to New York. You know, I'll probably go visit my brother like fall. I'm probably going to go out there um, for his birthday. And I and that and New York is easy because I can just get on the train. 
uh, rather than catch a plane, I can get on a train, you know, and go right to New York for the week and same thing, be good to go, go out there for like a week, go out there for five days and do the same exact thing for that whole, for that five days I'm out there, do the same thing. And my brother has a lot of friends in New York that do comedy. So again, I would, I know I'll be able to catch these mics and then, you know, try to go visit my parents, maybe like, you know, close to like October or maybe go out there, you know, November for Thanksgiving or something, go visit them for like eight days and just do the same thing and be able to do comedy in all these different places and really be able to like really get this shit popping, like really do this. It's really, really, really exciting because it hit me like that on that bus in that moment when my mom said that it all hit me just like that, like bong, 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 bong. And it's just like, oh shit, this is it. This is, this is what I'm going to be doing this year. This is what I'm going to be doing. When I go visit my sister in L.A., stand up. When I go visit my brother in New York, stand up. When I go visit my, uh, you know, my mom and dad in Atlanta, stand up. When I go visit anybody, anywhere, stand up. It doesn't matter where I'm at. I'm doing stand up regardless where I'm at. And I think it's crazy and it's dope that that's how my mind thinks now because that's how I know I'm supposed to be doing this shit. That's how I know I'm supposed to be doing it. Because I love this shit. I'm constantly thinking about it to the point that I'm like, oh shit, when I go visit my family members, I could continue to do this. Yeah, I cannot wait. Now, let's get into my brother's show. My brother was in Witness Uganda. It is a musical, it's a documentary musical. It's actually super, super dope. It's really important right now what it is, all that. So the show is this. The guy who wrote the show, is, is it's his story. It's about him. Um, he moved, uh, the, uh, the guy's name is Griffin moved, uh, moved to New York, um, you know, trying to get his acting on nothing's happening. And he got this calling, decides to go to Uganda for like six weeks and go help kids. And while he was out there, he got the epiphany, like, I'm going to stay out here and I'm going to teach these kids. I'm going to educate these kids. I'm going to give them school because there's 2.5 million kids out there. None of them have education at all. So he decided to stay out there and uh try to give them this education. So all the characters in the in the play, they're all based on real people. Um there's some there's some characters in this show that like, you know, the the girl um who played Ryan, she is actually in the show, the new show on Freeform right now. It's called Good Trouble. So like, you know, she's popping uh Lettucey, you know, R and B singer Lettucey, yes. She and she's beautiful in person. My God, she's in the show. Uh, the dude, um, Dexter from uh, from the Maze Runner, the black guy from uh, from the Maze Runner series. He's in the show. You know what I'm saying? Um, I met Leslie Odom, Leslie Odom Jr. Uh, I'm, I'm sure you niggas is like, who's Leslie Odom? Leslie Odom is an original cast member of Hamilton. He played Aaron Burr in Hamilton, and. Leslie Odom is one of the producers on the show, so he was at the show, he was there, I got to meet him after the show, really, 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 really nice guy, really humble, um, what has happened with his career is so dope to me, and what also is dope to me is when my brother, when I had my brother on this show, my brother said the one career that he would love to uh, emulate his career after would be Leslie Odom, just 
that lane that Leslie's in. Like, Leslie got that, you know, he was original cast member of Hamilton. Boom. Once Hamilton was done, um, you know, album came out. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the jazz album was absolutely amazing. Uh, you know, his wife... She's also a Broadway. Uh, she's also a Broadway star. She was the first black woman to play in the um, in the play Waitress, uh, the musical out there, Waitress. So they're all just a big deal. It's really dope. So it was dope to be there with them to see all this. And um, when it's all said and done, so you know the story plays out, and the story is super super heavy. Um, it's very very thought provoking. The dancing, everything, and what was dope about this stage is. You're in, you know, you're in the stage. So it's it was a small it's a small theater. It's like 150 seats, 200 seats in there. But like where we sat, where me and my dad sat, we went to, you know, we went we went to uh, the second night um, where we sat, you know, like five feet in front of me two not even not even five feet, like two feet in front of me there, you know, there there's a characters right there. There's a play right in front of your face. So you're like in the play. And what was dope was the guy who did the musical, uh, who did the musical, who did the music, <laughs> he was on the piano and they would they would push the piano around in different parts of the show. So it was almost like the uh it's almost like the piano was part of the show, which was very, very dope. I really liked that. The guy who choreographed um the show, I forgot his name. He's also a very, very big deal um as well. And the dancing and all that, it wasn't like it was like uh oh, you know, here's a song. We're gonna do, you know, here's the dance number. It was like everybody the dancing happened organically almost. The dancing was very, very natural. It was it was really, really dope how they incorporated everything in this one small stage and it made you feel like you were part of the show super interactive in that way so the show is dope and when was all said and done um because this you know this show is a true story uh this guy griffin he only reached out to 12 kids he only got to 12 kids so out of out of the 2.5 million kids over there only 12 of them have gotten education but here's when it gets crazy. So the woman sitting next to me, uh, the two women sitting next to me, the one woman, she went she went on this trip with them to go to Africa to go do this with the kids. You know, she went there and the woman sitting, you know, the woman sitting next to her was one of the characters in the play was based on her. So she's at the show and she just came back from Uganda. Like she was out in you uh she lived she's uh she was out in Uganda for like 7 months and then she just came back over here. Um you know, she's a model, like for real for real model. She models, she's been modeling in LA and New York and Paris, like she's really out here and she's a beautiful woman. But what was crazy to me was this show, watching her watch this show Oh, that's how you know. That's when you realize how heavy this show is. Yo, it hit her like a ton of bricks. Like she couldn't handle it. She lost it in there in a great way. It was really beautiful to see. Like at the end of the show, everybody's crying and like, you know, standing up and you're clapping and you just you can't believe it. And then they let her, you know, they had her walk out and they're like, you know, one of the students, you know, that, you know, of of from Uganda is here. She came out and uh 
you know, she's crying and she's she's smiling and she's hugging. And again, she's a model. And then they let her hit that walk and she hit that motherfucking walk so crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like she is really out here. She's a real professional. And like that alone was really, really emotional, you know, because like she 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 did that. She did that. She got here. And it's amazing. She got that education. She got that career that she said she was going to do. And the show, man, 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 witness Uganda. I'm trying to tell you, it's it's amazing. It was an amazing show. I loved every minute of it. My brother, his agent was there. His agent is so fucking dope. She's such a nice lady. Man, I want an agent like that. His agent really fucking pushes for him she loves him she knows his work ethic and she gets him these jobs and she gets him like 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 she listens to him when he speaks and when he tells her what he wants to do and she gets that for him she does it and she does it in a manner that's like yeah I don't have to worry about you out here because I know you're going to get it done. Like she does it in that manner. I love it. I absolutely love it. So I got to meet her. That was really dope. What a great show. And then the next day I get to see my sister graduate. And that was crazy to see my little sister who I still remember was when she was born. And I told you all that story on here. Like, yo, that was emotional because, you know, you see you see this person who you watched grow up. And I still think of my sister as a three-year-old, which is wild. And then my brother said the same thing. And my mom, she said the same thing about all three of us, which I thought was like, holy shit. Like, my mom's like, Andrew, you're still 13 years old. In my, in my eyes, like, you know, you're still 16. I'm like, wow. Same thing with my brother. She's like, you're still 10 years old. Like, Melissa is still a baby. Like, that's wild. So, for my mom, I already know it was kind of crazy for her to have all of us here at this moment, and we're watching the little, the baby walk across the stage and graduate. Like, that's that's a moment, you know, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a real surreal moment. It was very dope. Um, so yeah, she graduated and it's crazy. Cause like, you know, she's a, she's a woman now. Like when you hear the, you hear, you know, you hear how she talks, um, when she's talking about different situations that she's going through or whatever, it's like, you know, you listen to her speak and it's like, she's a, she's an adult. That's, that's crazy. Like she's still stupid. Yeah. <laughs> you know, cause she's, cause she's 21 and she's dumb and she thinks she knows it all. Yes. That's still a thing. Yes. But she's also grown a lot, a whole lot. And it's really, it's really amazing to see. And I love her. And I am really looking forward to seeing what she's going to do out here in the future. Cause she has grown so much like to see her show because then after graduation, you know, we went to go see, I went, you know, later on that day, we went to go see her show, um, her final show, uh, of the year there at AMDA. And I haven't seen her dance since she was 18. Like, you know, once she went off to school, um, you know, I, I couldn't, I wasn't flying out to LA to go to these shows. I could have, but it was hard to do. And like, you know, sometimes she didn't even get cast in shows and like, all that type of stuff. So for this to be there 
graduation. It's like, nah, I got to go see this show. And to watch her dance now, I almost wanted to cry because it's like, whoa, who is this person now? You know what I mean? Like, you were already good. You were already good at this. And clearly, we all knew you were going to do this for the rest of your life. But to watch, to see the progression in front of you, it's like, oh, shit, you're really about to fucking, you're really about to do this. Like, you really are doing this. You do this now. You're really about to, you're going to get hired somewhere. Like, you're going to get paid to do this. This is absolutely beautiful. This is crazy. Like, the precision, the tech, uh, the, the technique, everything was just so on point. And it's like, wow, that's my sister. You know what I'm saying? Like, wow, man, that's amazing. And then, you know, after that, uh, that night, we went out for dinner at this really dope place called Castaway. It's a new place. And my aunt and my uncle, they came out there. Uh, my aunt, my mom, my mom's sister, my aunt, uh, who's also my godmother, and uh, her husband, who's my uncle, is also my godfather. Um, they came out to see, you know, they live out in Ontario. They already live out in Cali. So they came out to see us and my aunt, she comes, you know, she comes over to me. She gives me a hug when we go to sit down at the table. Um, she gives me a card and I'm like, what is this for? She's like, look, you know, you just moved. I just want to let you know, I'm proud of you. Um, I think you're going to do great things and, you know, here's, you know, here's just a little something for you. I open up the card, I read the card, and out drops a gift card from Walmart, $100 gift card from Walmart. And I'm just like, that's crazy. Like, that's a that's a blessing in itself, you know what I mean? Because I'm broke, you know what I'm saying? I'm broke as shit. <laughs> right now, I'm not going to lie to you, I'm living paycheck to paycheck right now. I'm like, I'm not even going to front, but... I know sooner or later it's going to pay off. The payoff is coming soon. You know what I'm saying? It's got to be coming soon. And honestly, I pray about it and I just keep pushing and I just stay focused. And I just I, I keep reminding myself why I'm here. I'm here because I want to be here. I'm here to get better. I'm here to grow. I'm here to grow as a person. I'm here to grow as a comedian. I'm here to grow as a friend. I'm here to grow as a man. I'm here to do this. So keep pushing before you know it's going to pay off. So to get that blessing of this $100 gift card, that shit means a lot right now, especially in my life right now. Like that $100 gift card is everything. Like I'm about to be, I'm going to be able to be ahead for like the next two, three months. You know what I'm saying? And a, a, another blessing for me, I have a girlfriend. So I don't have, she She can tell, she she does, she can do the shopping for me. I'm going to go with her, obviously. But she's going to finesse and stretch the shit out of this $100 gift card. And I can't wait to watch how it goes down. Because it's all coming back here. And I love that. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I love that. I love that. Nigga, I'm broke, okay? I'm broke. <laughs> this $100 gift card is great, okay? It is It is everything. It is everything. So that was dope. But what's cool about this, um, this restaurant is 
the view, the view. You can go on my Instagram. I put up, I put up, uh, put up pictures on the uh, on the Instagram. Um, I believe I put them up on Suburban Dope, or maybe I put them up on my other, on uh, not my other, but like you know my actual, my regular page, my regular uh, Instagram. Let me see. I might have. No, I think I put them up on Suburban Dope. Um, check it. Let me check. I don't want to be wrong. Yeah, I put them up on Suburban Dope. So you can go up on my page. You can look on my page and you can see this view of this place. It is beautiful, man, to sit, to you know, to look out and, you know, see all the lights and the mountains and the clouds. It was just like, that's the way to end this trip. And it was a great way to end it. And just to be out there. It was amazing. Oh, and don't forget it. You know, you know. You know I smoked that weed out there. You know I did. <laughs> My sister's best friend, uh, Monica, who's basically a sister to me, Monica family. Um, we went out to uh, Hollywood, me and her, um, for like, you know, we had like two, three hours to kill for my sister's show after graduation. And she went to the dispensary. She copped, uh, you know, she got like the pack of the pre-roll joints. And we went out there, walked up and down. Um, Hollywood Boulevard and uh, blowing it down in public legally you know looking at a copper across the street and he's and you know give him a head nod and he gives me a head nod and he just keeps doing what he's doing and I just keep on smoking it was amazing at first you're kind of scared because it's like yo I'm really just out here just smoking like I'm out in public in the middle of the street on a sidewalk just blowing it down right now like that's happening right now this is going on okay okay that's happening and then like you know people will walk by or like you know people with kids and like the you know people with carriages and all that people with dogs all that shit yo a thing in LA that I don't like is they let you bring your dogs everywhere in LA like my nigga you gotta bring your dog into the bank word you gotta bring your dog in to go to the ATM bro for real okay I don't I, 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 I don't get that I'm never gonna understand that one But yeah, out in LA Dogs can go basically anywhere Which is a thing, I guess But yeah, just be out there doing that And at first you feel kind of great You feel kind of weird You feel kind of crazy But once you high, it's just like Nigga, I'm smoking, you know Excuse me, little kid Oh, you smell something? Hey, don't worry about it. It's legal, okay? I can do this, all right? Mom, don't look at me all crazy. It's legal. I can do this right here. You don't like it? Cross the street. You know what I mean? Because I can do this right here. That's easy. Yeah, awesome. I did get to a dispensary. Um, It was super, 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 super overwhelming. So I'm gonna ha- I, now that I understand it, I'm, go- I'm definitely going to be prepared the next time I go to any dispensary, whether it be in L.A., whether it be in Colorado, whether it be in Oregon. It don't matter where it is, whether it be in Seattle. I'm going to be prepared, OK, because that shit is expensive. <laughs> and it's also it's just it's, it's literally it's every it's it's. When they say everything, they mean everything. Don't don't look at them and go, you guys got, you really have everything. Nigga, they have everything. And even, even the things you don't even think of, you'd be like, what? Yeah, overwhelming, but nevertheless, dope. 
And we stayed in a really, really, really dope Airbnb. And I now get it. I get it now for the Airbnb, guys. I No more hotels. No more hotels. Airbnb is it. This Airbnb was awesome. It was super dope. Um, made, gave me all more reason to get my damn queen size bed. That's good. That it's gonna happen. <laughs> it's going to happen. Okay. I don't know when I'm getting that fucking queen size bed. You better believe it, man. So that was my trip to LA, and uh, I'm really glad it happened. I feel rejuvenated. I feel inspired. I feel motivated. I can't wait to get back. I just, I can't wait to do this shit. Like this Sunday, this show, I am really, really looking forward to it. And the fact that like, you know, I'm hosting this thing. So I got to make sure that this thing keeps going. I got to make sure that the, you know, the vibe is right. I got to make sure that people are enjoying themselves. I got to make sure that the people will come back and they enjoy it. I got to make sure that they like what I'm doing. I got to make sure that, you know, they understand the homies and they like, I just got to make sure that they get what's happening right now. But I honestly know that we're going to do a, we're going to, we're going to do a great job. And this is just the beginning of something great that we're something bigger that we're just putting together right now. It's, it's pretty awesome. I don't even think we realize what we're on to. I think that's what's so dope about it. Like we're on to something. And I think when people see it, when they see it, that's when they'll understand it. And I think that's when people are going to actually start talking. And I cannot wait. I can't wait, man. I can't wait. I'm just, I'm hype. I'm really hype. And uh, do I like LA? I do. I like LA. I like it. I like it. Um, would I live in LA? No. I wouldn't live there. LA, say what you want about New York. But New York was planned out. That city was planned out to a T, my nigga. Like the streets, the parking, the trains, the buses. It was planned out to a T. L.A. is like trying to be New York. And they don't know what the fuck they're doing out there with the parking. L.A. parking absolutely sucks. L.A. parking can eat a dick. Oh, no, bro. No, 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 no. You niggas got to fix this. It's almost like y'all just, you you built this shit and then you didn't realize that you you need, you need, you need parking. They were just like, well, where do people going to park? And, they, and y'all were just like, well, I mean, fuck it. These are going to have to park in these parking garages everywhere. Well, what if they got parked in the streets? Like, uh, uh, I mean, I mean, I guess they can park here. Like, that's the type of parking in L.A., like, come on, man. It's a lot of hype. Not going to lie. It's a lot of hype. Like, L.A., you look at it on the TV, you see it in the movies, and it looks like it's uh, you know, all this rich and glamour and glitz and all this stuff. But then there'll be a Denny's in the middle of the street. You know what I'm saying? It's like, what the fuck? Like, we went to IHOP in, in West Hollywood. And let me tell you, the IHOP was terrible, my nigga. They fucked up the order. And, like, nigga... Like, <laughs> L.A. is just a regular place, bro. It's a lot of hype, man. It's a lot of hype. And what was funny when we went to IHOP is a bunch of niggas rolled up in the IHOP. And, of course, they sat in the back with us. You know what I mean? They sat right in the back with us. I'm talking like niggas, bro. Like niggas rolled up in here. But my mom, she's so funny. Oh, my God. My mom is stupid. These niggas come out. They come back. 
and you know dreaded up and you know pants sagging like nick you know niggas they pulled up in a corvette like niggas you feel me uh, they like you know six niggas came out of a corvette you like let like let, like let's keep it real you know what i'm saying my mom goes oh it looks like they're about to have a gang meeting back here i'm like oh my god <laughs> Mom, I don't I don't think they're in a gang. I think they're just niggas. I think I think that's what it is. So now I'm convinced that when my mom sees a group of niggas together, she just thinks they're a gang. It doesn't matter. She thinks, oh, that's a gang. Like she kept saying, Oh no, I think I think they're a gang. I think they're a gang. Mom, I, I think it's just niggas. Like, think about it, mom. We're we're at IHOP right now. We're not anywhere special. We're at I hop like these are niggas okay <laughs> like these are the type of niggas that will come to I hop and order steak because they feel good you feel me like this is there's niggas here okay they like they rented that Corvette that Corvette isn't theirs they rented that like these niggas is just out here stunting for who knows who okay this like don't don't let these niggas fool you all right they're eating waffles and pancakes just like us don't get it fucked up you know what i'm saying but my mom was silly she's silly but in la man there's something in the air out there bro there's something in the air out there something out there is off and it's almost like people lose themselves out here you can feel it in the air the homeless population in LA is absurd there's homeless people everywhere like probably more than New York like there's homeless people in New York there's homeless people everywhere you know what I'm saying but out here in LA dude they're everywhere and they like you know they set up tents and like all that type of shit they're everywhere and it's like it's almost like when you look at these people you think to themselves what happened to you out here that has you here now you know what i mean like there's a lot of you this place is definitely a soulless place it definitely feels like uh in la everything is a is a scene it's just one big scene out here like everything feels fake everything feels made up you know what i'm saying it's just one big scene everybody has to be everywhere you know and nobody's really out here living they're all just trying to make they're, they're all just trying to stunt you know there's they're all just stunting on each other out here in la everybody's stunting everybody everybody and i think i can't be around that culture i can't be around that at all if i had it like say i had to go um out to la uh for like a month and a half to go do comedy you know, I got to do, you know, I got to go out to L.A. for eight weeks. All right. I come out to L.A. for two months. I'm going to live out here for two months and then I'm going to go home. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to get a place here. I don't want to live here. I don't want to like no. And I get it. I get it. Oh, man. Like, you know, the comedy, you know, I get it. I get it. But there's something about this place that is off. And I feel it, and I don't like that feeling. And this is how I know I'm not tripping, because my brother, who's living out there right now, he said he he told me the same thing. He was like, "Yo, it's nice out here. The weather's nice. It's great, but I would not live out here. I wouldn't live out here. It's just one big scene. 
It's just a big scene. And then if you go out to Beverly Hills, everybody's just trying to keep up with each other out there. The average house in Beverly Hills, the average house starts at $4.7 million in Beverly Hills. That's crazy. And when you drive past some of these houses, they look like an average Joe Schmo middle class house. You, you nigga, 4.7? What? Come on, bruh. Everybody out there trying to keep up with each other. But don't get it fucked up. They still driving Acuras and Hondas and Nissans and Toyotas in L.A., okay? It ain't all fucking Bentleys and Corvettes and BMWs and whatever other nice car you all can think of. Because I'm not into cars, nigga. I don't care about them. So, (laughs) yeah. But L.A. was cool. I did like it. I will be back. I can't wait to go back. And, uh, yeah, man, I just feel, I feel good. I'm glad, I'm glad that that happened. I'm glad I got to go out there and be with my family and just feel that. I haven't felt that in a long time. So it felt good to be around that. And, uh, I, you know, having said that, cause like I said, I'm not going to do no spoilers. I don't want to, I, I really want, I wanted to talk about my LA trip. I did. <laughs> I did. It's my show. I can do that. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Having said all that, though, let's get into the news. You know what I mean? Let's get right into it. So, to pop this off, this year's Super Bowl had the lowest ratings in the last 10 years. Yeah. Um, from what I heard about the Super Bowl, Super Bowl was boring, um, low scoring, uh, You know, my mom told me that the halftime show was good, but I can't take her word for things because, you know, my mom likes everything. (laughs) So from what I saw of the halftime show, I can care less. Uh, This year, I literally didn't even watch the Super Bowl at all. I turned it on. I tried for like five minutes. I tried. And then I was like, why the fuck am I watching this? Because I don't even know what the fuck is going on. I haven't watched football in three years. In that moment, I realized I don't give a shit about this anymore. I don't care about this no more. And it felt good. It did. It felt good to be like, nah, I'm just going to put on Netflix and keep it moving. And then I recorded with Pat that night. You know, we recorded the most patriotic podcast in the history of America ever that night. Like, I don't worry about no Super Bowl, nigga. Fuck the Super Bowl. Fuck the NFL. Fuck you talking about. I don't care about this shit, nigga. So, hey, lowest, lowest ratings? Yeah. Because people are finally waking up out here. And I like that. So, fuck you, NFL. That's how I feel. DMX. <sighs> He's going on tour for his debut album. It's dark and hell is hot. Yes. It's the 20th anniversary. Kicks off on March 8th in Oklahoma City. And it's going to be on for a minute. Um, He got 30. What is it? It's 32 dates. And it wraps up um, May 7th, which is like, damn, nigga. Like, well, I mean, DMX also needs the money. You know what I'm saying? He broke and he just came home from prison. So, yeah, it it makes sense to go on tour for 32 dates. You know what I mean? (laughs) So, anyway, power creator Courtney A. Kemp. Yes, uh, she is going to be developing a new HBO uh, cop drama about corrupt cops. And the show is going to be called Dirty 30. Which sounds like what? It sounds dope. And uh, like power, it's going to be set in New York. 
Um, it's inspired by a true story of a gang of bad cops operating out of the thirty uh, the 30th precinct. So this is back in the 1990s. So probably like probably going to be like 19, like 92, like 93 around there somewhere. It's going to it looks it, it sounds like it's going to be dope. She's going to be the writer, the executive producer, and she's going to be the showrunner for this. So she putting on a whole bunch of hats and she's like, I'm ready to flex. I'm ready to get that HBO money. Stars money was nice. Now I want to get the HBO money. I ain't mad at you at all, girl. I'm not mad. Uh, Takeshi, Takeshi is a rat, and that's and that's about it. That's 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 all you need to know. <laughs> Takeshi is a rat. Takeshi is a snitch, and who knows what's gonna happen to Takeshi now in life? I don't know. Big boy, he is gonna be going on the Dungeon Family reunion tour. Uh, quick ten day tour kicks off April fourteenth, day after my birthday. Happy birthday to me, and uh, ending April twenty seventh. Um, and stopping through Philly, Boston, Atlanta, New York, you know what I'm saying? That type of thing. Tyra Banks, she says that she wants to open up her own theme park uh called Model Land. Like that's not even a that's not even a clever name, my nigga. That name is stupid to me. But anyway, uh it's gonna be set to open in late twenty nineteen. Uh, out there in Santa Monica, California, and it will include both retail and dining options. Um, from what I've read, it don't sound like there's going to be no rides here and stuff. I don't know. I know that I don't want to go. So you all can go if you want. I don't I don't care. And that's just how that goes. <laughs> um, Jay-Z, Jay-Z, the man doing what he do all the time. He had uh, he hired legal help for for 21 Savage. Because, you know, 21 Savage is going through his whole shit right now with ICE. And apparently, you know, 21 Savage is an immigrant and he was born and, you know, he's from he's from he's from the UK. And all of a sudden they're coming in there and it's like, what the fuck is happening right now? Like, why are you all trying to do this right now to this guy? Like this nigga went through some shit this whole time he's been here. You know what I'm saying? From. When he was in high school, when he, you know, got the gun and, you know, got 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 in trouble with the gun. Like, you all, you could have been known that he was here. And, like, what the fuck are you doing right now? We'll see what happens. Jay-Z, Jay-Z got that in there. So, that's what that is. I'm not mad at that one bit. Um, Ariana Grande, she canceled her Grammy performance um, after the dispute with producers over song choice. She wanted to do the Seven Rings song. Um, naturally, I'm sure they probably said, that song is stupid, do something else. And she was like, that song's not stupid. I want to do that one. And they were like, right, but we don't know what you, we don't know what you're talking about. So you got to do something else. And she was like, nope. (laughs) I'll get into the Grammys later. I'm not doing that right now. I'm not doing it. You're not going to get me. You're not going to get the blood boiling right now. It's not going to happen. I'm going to get there, though. I'll get there. We here now. So, yeah. Marsha Martin, Marseille Martin. Yes. She inks her first look production deal with uh, Universal at the age of 14. Like this girl, I keep telling you, she is going to be the one. Ten years from now, she's going to be the one. Period. Uh, she will be developing uh, scripted projects for Universal. And her first film is... 
uh, being developed by uh, Genius Productions. It's going to be called Step Monster. Um, it's about, you know, um, I think she ha- she gets a stepmom and that whole thing. It's going to be good. Her first movie right now with with uh, with Regina Hall and Issa, it's going to be great. Little is going to be absolutely amazing. I can't wait to see the movie. I'm going to go see it like twice, definitely. Anyway, Pusha T, uh, he has a new partnership with Adidas. Um, that's basically uh, a multi-year, multi-million dollar deal for him. Uh, he will continue to develop product, um, content, and activations and he signed with adidas back in 2012 i think they just like gave him the upgrade i'm not mad at it at all can't be mad at it this is what i thought was funny because remember all this shit going on with 21 savage all this stuff going on all this shit that shouldn't be going on because 21 savage has been he's been here and he's out in his community out there in atlanta he does a lot for Atlanta, a lot, I've actually spoken about a lot of the stuff he's done in Atlanta, like, (laughs) this is stupid, but anyway, ICE can't touch any of his money at all, they can't touch none of it, so no matter what happens, the feds cannot touch his, they cannot touch his millions, they can't do it, heh, I, I, I bet y'all, I bet you that sucks, don't it? Because you motherfuckers thought you was going to get a quick come up. No, you ain't getting no come up. Nah, not today. Maybe somebody else, but not today. No, no, not happening. Lastly, Damon Wayans, he actually may not be leaving Lethal Weapon. Um, They might have worked out something with the studio. So, hey, I guess he'll be back. I don't know. Cause you know he remember I said that you know last year he wasn't having he wasn't he just wasn't having a good time or whatever happened but he might be there now excuse me I gotta take a sip of water okay that's all the news this week that was it uh you know I know I know this this is kind of coming at you late but don't get it twisted there's things think i mean things happened but not a lot and then there was other stuff that happened but i didn't think it was important so i didn't write it down you feel me but you know next week we're gonna be there it's not it's no big deal we do this we do this every week that's what this that's what this is let's get into singles all right you know how it's broken down we got that's fire we got oh shit we got the burbs and we got the ugly face let's get it so that's fire my man kerr dropped a new song called crack that shit's fire all right put that on just right now just put it on it's good migos they dropped position to win it's fire not gonna lie to you it's good mike will made it killed that beat i think their next album might be better than culture 2 i don't think it's gonna be great i just think it's gonna be better than culture 2 that's all i'm gonna say right now Lil Peep, he dropped I've Been Waiting featuring Fallout Boy. It's actually pretty fire. I'm not going to lie, man. I think I like Lil Peep. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I think I like him. <laughs> I don't I don't know why. I don't know why. But it's, 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 it's not bad. It's not. Anyway, I'm going I'm to I'm keep going because some of y'all are judging me right now. I don't want to be judged. Roy Woods, he dropped Worth It. Fire. I think Roy Woods is going to finally do some shit. I I don't know what they're doing over there with him at OVO. I mean, I know he's known. I know people know him. 
but I just don't feel I feel like he should be bigger. I don't know. I feel I personally feel like he should be bigger. Roy Woods is not bad at all. He's good. So who knows? And then lastly, Trey Songs, he dropped Chi Chi featuring Chris Brown. It is pretty fire. I'm not gonna lie. It's 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 fire. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Oh shit. So Papoose, he dropped numerical slaughter, you know. Kind of similar to what he did, uh, you know, years ago. Alphabetical slaughter. It's 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 dope. It's dope. Uh, I I like Papoose. I like I like. I'm just I'm a I'm a I'm I'm a Papoose fan. That's just what that is. I like the street rap. Papoose was a big part of my life. Um, I used to watch Mac DVDs a lot, and Papoose used to be on them freestyling and. All that, you know, law library. Like, I'm a fan. So, if you, you, you don't gotta like him. I do, though. I do. <laughs> uh, Lele, yes, the little, the little girl. Yes, she got a song out with Lil Duval. It's called Lit. That shit is good. I put it there because I was like, get the fuck out of here. Oh, shit. I was listening. I'm like, oh, shit. And then Duval got off a little bit. I was like, yo, that shit is hard. I like that. LA. Um, that's his name, E-L-H-A-E, that's his name, he's dope, just look it up, alright, dropped a song called Hennessy, very good, that one's gonna sneak up on you, I like that, one of my favorites of the week, Khalid, dropped a song called Talk, yeah, Khalid is so good, he's so very good, and his songs, they sneak up on you in the best way possible, and I like that. I like that about him a lot. It's, and he's so young. I think that's why I like it even more because he's so young. It's great, 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 great. Anyway, lastly for this section is Trevor Jackson. He dropped a song called "Warning," and it's actually pretty dope. I like Trevor. Trevor's good. You know, he's doing his thing. He killed it in Superfly. He does great on Grownish. I'm a fan of him. So y'all can hate on him if you want. I like him. You know, I like what he does. The Burbs this week, we're going to go to Halsey. Halsey dropped uh, Without Me featuring uh, Juice World. It's really, really good for real. And she was on SNL this week. She was performing really really dope performances man she performed this song without me she performed it like with the piano it was beautiful it was really good and she had like um different all all different types of uh apologies all around her it was really good and then her other performance she painted a picture and it was a it was actually a picture of a black woman which i liked that was great as well so Halsey's dope. Russ dropped Missing You Crazy, the acoustic, and it's really, really good. I like Russ, so check that out. Lastly, my man Dermot Kennedy, I'll get into him later, dropped a song called Lost Dope. Very, very dope, 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 dope. All right, the ugly face this week. Yes, ugly face, like, ugh. Royster59, he dropped Field Negro, nigga. Nigga, this song came came out of left field. One, two, it's produced by Royce. Three, it is so much knowledge in this song. The song is damn near six minutes long. There's so much knowledge in this song, Field Negro, 
that I love it. I love it a lot, and it lets us know how versatile of a rapper Royce to 5'9 is. We should be talking about Royce to 5'9 more. We honestly should. Royce could give you rapidy rap shit, bars on bars on bars shit that you gotta run back and be like, what that nigga say? He can give you ignorant shit, you know, strip club shit, and then he can also spit fucking knowledge and make it and 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 make it and make it uh create it in a way that makes you go damn i didn't know that oh sh- whoa word oh shit oh this is hard only Ro- we need to be talking about royce of five nine more we, we we should royce is really underrated and after hearing this song, and I think it it it, it kind of hits uh, home a little bit, just because it's it's Black History Month this uh, this month, and just what the song is about, Field Negro. It's about our ancestors. It's about what they used to do to us. Like it's about the separation of 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 light skin and dark skin. Like this shit is amazing. This is absolutely amazing. There's so much history in this song. So. Just go listen to it. I I like I said, I like it. I like it. It doesn't matter. I like it. Gary Clark Jr., he dropped Pearl Cadillac. I can't wait for this nigga Gary Clark CD. I can't wait. It's gonna be excellent. It really is. It's so damn good. He is so good. I cannot get enough of Gary Clark. He's so good on that guitar. I love it. Um, Amine, he dropped the Blackjack remix featuring YBN Corday. YBN got off. That's all you need to know. Go get that right now. Redman dropped a song called Trap House. Wow. Okay. Muddy Waters 2 needs to drop right now, Redman. It needs to come out now. We are waiting for it now. I need that shit now, bro. This is crazy. <laughs> for real. Lastly, Earth Gang, they dropped Proud of You featuring Young Thug. Oh, man, great song. I love the vibe. I love the song. I love what Young Thug did on it. I love Earth Gang. I cannot wait for their album, Mirrorland. I cannot wait. If it sounds like this, oh, count me in. Count me in, okay? If it sounds like that, count me in. (laughs) All right, that's it for all the singles this week. Let's move on to the videos, shall we? All right, you know how we get down. We got I Like That, and we got Whose Man's Is This? All right, Esri, Esri, my nigga from Cleveland, uh, over there on Nas's label. I'll get into him later because he's just the man. He's the man, he's the man. That's all you need to know. Uh, he dropped um, Matter Over Mind, dope video. Um, went back to Cleveland, went back to his hometown. It's just, you know, it's one, it one of them type of videos where you just, it's a, it's, you feel it. It's great. Meek Mill dropped the Going Bad video featuring Drake, Black Excellence all throughout this video, dope video, great video, it's awesome to see Meek and Drake back together, doing things together, great, just watch it, good. Meek Mill, uh, Meek Mill, Mike Will made it, he dropped the uh, song called Runnin', featuring ASAP Rocky, Nicki Minaj, and ASAP Ferg, quick video, out there in New York, like, you know, out there in Harlem, you know, up in the, uh, up in like a corner store where they eat, you know, where they eat at, just real authentic video, great, fresh, it's dope, I like that, Trevor Jackson, he dropped, 
uh, the warning video and he's dancing his ass off. He's doing his thing. Um, I like what he did in the video. He's like kind of making fun of stereotypes and stuff like that. It's cool. It's cool. Like I said, check it out. Locksmith dropped Ghost featuring Jaron Benton. Dope video. Um, I love what what I love about this video is it filmed they, he filmed it in the middle of nowhere and it you know he had on these fresh pair of Tims and like I love when uh, the camera slows down on people and like it slows down in a manner where you can you know you can see the outfit you can see the shoes like he was doing a lot of that in this video and it made the video so much better it was great and I don't know what filter he used on that camera but I like that filter as well that was dope. ASAP Rocky, he dropped the kids turned uh kids turned out fine video. Video is cool, super creative. ASAP is always creative. I like I like what he does in his videos. Like every like basically uh standstills of different things that kids go through in life. Very dope. Travis Scott, he dropped the can't stay uh can't say video featuring Don Tolliver. Um this creative images images in your face it was dope i like that one nick grant dropped the freestyle cypher video um it's actually a verse that's on his uh that's on um problem problem dropped an album last year uh which is actually underrated i actually went back and listened to it um a few weeks ago and i was like yo i i don't think i listened to this album enough like this shit's underrated, but the song that Nick Grant is, uh, with like, you know, with the freestyle, that, that's, that, the song is called, um, I'm getting it for you right now, what is the song called, uh, oh, The Way I Did Ratchet Love, that's the song, so he's spitting that verse, just like, you know, just in a video, freestyle video, it's dope, it's short, quick, so watch that one, Big Boy dropped the doing a video featuring Sleepy Brown, really cool and lastly this song right here by uh, a guy dem atlas that's his name dem atlas he's actually signed over there with rhyme sayers he dropped the video for his song pneumonia made me go back and listen to his album i forgot i forgot about his album his album is a sleeper and it made me go back and listen to it i need you like i need pneumonia oh man it's very good <laughs> Dope video, dope video, dope song. It's very good. Okay, whose man's is this? Too short, drop the video. Sexy dancer, too short. You're too short. You can do what you want. I'm not mad at you, nigga. This video looked like you were trying to keep up with the kids. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. The song is you. The video is you. I will say what I like about the song is that hook. I like the hook a, a lot. That Legato, Legato 07, I think his name is. He good. That nigga good. All right. That Spanish dude over there, he good. Sexy dancer. Yeah, I like that. But this video is dumb, my nigga. This video is dumb. Okay. Um, Trey Songs and Chris Brown. This Chichi video. Nigga. I get it. You all are light skinned and you get women and they all like you. I get it. Do something else. All right. Whose man's is this? Who 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 put this video together? There's zero creativity in this video. All right. OK, I get it. Lots of women. They all look good. They're all on you. What else? Like this is dumb, bro. Like make a video, my nigga. Come on. And lastly, future. Never stop this video. Future. How many outfits? What, what how many how many outfits do you have to wear in a video how many 
for it to be like, all right, we get it, you fresh. How many outfits do you do you have to put on for us to be like, this nigga fresh? Nigga, we, we know it. You're fresh. You spend 300 k a month on shopping, nigga. We get it. You have money. You're fresh. I understand, Future. But nigga, these videos, they're dumb. The songs are good. I'm still listening to your album. I like your album. Your album's great. But this the, the videos are dumb, bro. They're dumb. There's zero creativity. I get it. You like to shop. I get it. You like clothes. Now do something else in these videos. That's all I'm saying, Future. Do something else, bro. Fuck. <laughs> anyway, that's it for the videos this week. Let's get into the albums. You know how it goes down. Suburban Cool, Suburban Raw, Suburban Dope. Not many albums this week. Um, but, you know, like I said, 2019 is just, I think it's going to be going at this pace until 2019 decides to turn up. I don't know when that's going to happen, but, you know, I'm still here. I'm still here. I'm still putting out the content. I'm not mad. <laughs> Demrick dropped No Wasting Time. <clears throat> it's cool. It's cool. Um, I think I have to listen to it more off the strength of my first two listens. I was like, all right, I get it. You rhyme. These beats are fire. They are. But like, uh, it's, you got to do some more stuff. You do. Me personally, I think you have to do some more. Anyway, that's it for uh, Suburban Cool this week. Suburban Raw this week. Um, De Niro, Farrar, that's his name, dropped Re-Up. He's from Charlotte, I believe he's from Charlotte, yes. This nigga's raw. This nigga's good. Songs are dope. I like it. My thing is this. <coughs> you sound like Trey the Truth, my nigga. Now, if I want to go listen to Trey the Truth, I'll put on Trey the Truth. I'm not going to put on De Niro, Farrar. I'm not knocking you. I'm just saying you sound like Trey the Truth. Now, that could be a good thing, too, because Trey the Truth is a raw motherfucker. Trey the Truth is nice, okay? That's my nigga. I fuck with Trey. But I want you to kind of figure out your voice. You know what I'm saying? You sound like Trey the Truth, yes. But who does De Niro sound like? What you're talking about is completely different from Trey the Truth, yes. But I'm just saying... I couldn't get that out of my head when I was listening. And I listened a few times because I liked the album. I did. I liked the EP. It's good. It's good. It's raw. It's good. The beats, everything, solid, okay? I'm just saying you sound like Trader Truth. That's all. Sean P. dropped a quick little 86 Witnesses. Uh, 86 Witness with Small Professor. Rest in peace to Sean Price. This shit, man... Sean Price, I, I still can't believe you're you're gone. Like, you shouldn't be gone, man. There's so much music that you left behind, and it still, it just blows my mind that there's so much music still here from you, and all of it is, it sounds like you're still here right now, but you're not, and it's, it fucks me up when I listen to it. I'm not going to lie. I can only listen to this album. And this album's raw. My God. Refrigerator P. God. Latoya Jackson. Whoa. You know what I'm saying? John Gotti. Uh, think about it. Just everything about this album is great. The beats. Fucking raw. The Just everything. Everything is good. But it just it blows my mind when I'm listening to it. Because you're not here. 
You're not here, and it sounds like you're here, and it it fucks me up, man. It does. It does. Lastly, um, Mass Appeal put out their starting five, volume one, and really fucking dope, man. Whoa, like whoa, good. Uh, the first song off Rip, um, Apostles, featuring Fashion and Nas, and then they put the young boy on there, Ezri, spitting just rapping this starting five this this tour is gonna be dope all these niggas over here are rapping all of them can rap and i really fuck with all of them i've always fucked with fashion that's you know what i'm saying that's sacramento that's that <laughs> you already know i've been down with fashion for a minute even before he was on the double xl cover like i've been down with him um but these new niggas like zero seven zero five um, Esri, Cantrell, you know what I'm saying, Black Milk, um, there's different niggas on here, well, Stroh's on here, like, these niggas, man, they rap, they rap, and they're good, bro, they rap, and they're really fucking good, so the, okay, so here's the lineup, Black Milk is, he was just a feature on one of the songs, but their lineup is Fashion, Stroh, Esri, um, Cantrell, and then 0705, they're just raw. It's raw. Yo, they're, yo, Mass Appeal is on to something. Nas is on to something. We need to start paying attention to these niggas. I'm telling you. They, this is hip-hop right here. This shit is good. It's good. So, peep game. Anyway, let's go into uh, Suburban Dope this week. I cannot wait to get here because you already know. N- niggas, are, n- niggas who know me, they know where I'm going. And they know where I'm going to be staying once I get there. Queen Herbie, she dropped the episode 5 EP. Super dope. I'm a Queen Herbie fan. Love it. Dermot Kennedy. This is the one I've been listening to a lot. He dropped a self-titled album. This nigga is great. The songs are good. His voice is really fucking amazing. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I've been... Like, I've been going to sleep to it. Like, it's great. I just play it. It's so good. Ariana Grande put out another album, and I'm not even going to front, guys. It's good. (laughs) The girl can sing, man. The girl can sing. And this, you know, last year she said she wanted to start putting out music like a rapper, and she's sticking to her word. She just dropped an album last year. And here we go, five months later, six months later, Boom, we got another album, and it's fucking good, bruh, NASA, awesome, Fake Smile, awesome, Makeup, great, Ghosting, great, like, she's singing on here, but what really takes the kicker for me, um, because I'm just such a, I'm such a fan, I'm such a fan of NSYNC, the last song on this album is called Break Up With Your Girlfriend, I'm Bored, that's what the song's called, and the last verse on the song, she she spit the um the bridge to It Makes Me Ill by NSYNC. It's so good. <laughs> oh man, it's good. It's so good. She gets really she got cool points for me for that one, personally. I'm an NSYNC stan, guys. I can't stress it enough. I can't. If you do something with NSYNC 
and NSYNC is involved, if you sample NSYNC, if you take their, if you take a bridge from them and you flip it and you do it in your own way, I'm gonna be here for it every time. I am. You can judge all you want. I smack the shit out you. That's just how I am. You can judge me all you want. I am who I am, who I am, nigga, and that's what it is. <laughs> oh man, lucky day, lucky day dropped uh two. That's the you know that's the uh the joint the two. Um, it's an EP, I believe. There's only four songs on there, but lucky day is good. This nigga is good. There's no other way to explain it. He is, he's out here. He's ready, and I'm 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 here for it. I I'm a fan. I'm a fan. So. Keep on coming, Lucky Day, because I like what you're doing. It's only four songs, too. Great. All four. All four. All right. Lastly. Hey, baby. Wiz Khalifa and Currency. Oh, man. Man, oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man. It's been 10 years. 10 years ago, Wiz Khalifa and Currency, they became the best of friends. They're literally family. They're brothers. They are basically the same person, but they're not. And it's amazing. And they dropped How Fly the mixtape, and it changed everything it changed a lot they were the first people to do a duo album slash mixtape first they did it first and they were the first people to uh you know really really talk that fly shit and mean it and live every word that they say they were the first to do it they were the ones to bring this whole Yo, we should do it like, you know, we should do a dual album like we should do an album together. They did it first and they did it just off the strength of them just being so dope with each other, being so cool with each other, respecting each other, uh, the loyalty that they have to each other, all that. They were just like, nigga, we got to do something together. And they just did it. 2009. They did it. Boom. Then I do that year. Currency was on the double XL cover and he was the oldest one on the double XL cover. I believe he was 28 at the time on the double XL cover. And, uh, you know, Wiz was the young boy, but you know, on the come up Wiz is Wiz was my age, you know, 2009. He's on the come up, he, you know, 20 years old. He out here like he's on the blogs. He's, you know, putting in this work and met up with currency and currency is also the dude to really put out the blueprint for this independent game currency is the one that did that shit first if you want to know how to do it independently and uh if you want to learn if you want to understand why putting out a bunch of music and getting a fan base uh like a core fan base is important watch currency's career do list anything anything currency puts out all his music for free Period. He puts it anywhere. He puts it on SoundCloud. He puts it on Dat Piff. He puts it everywhere. He doesn't just put it on Apple and Spotify. Currency puts it straight up on the SoundCloud. As soon as it's done, like as soon as it's done, he's just like, boom, SoundCloud. And he's been doing that this whole fucking time. And where they're both at now in life is what I love about this album this mixtape the most because they're still the same people 
but they've grown as people. They've grown as men. They've grown as, you know, uh, as fathers, you know, they're fathers now. Uh, um, they both, you know, they're both in the weed business legally now. They both have strands of their own. They both have record labels now of their own. Like, you know, Currency literally had a, he had a baby a few months ago. You know, Wiz had a baby. His his son is what, six years old now, Sebastian. Like, where they are now in life is they've grown. And what's dope about this is, Yes, they've been growing. You know, Wiz is literally he's a he's he's an MMA fighter now. Like the man does MMA. Like he's not even like he's he's basically big Wiz now. Like this shit this is crazy. You know what I mean? This is kind of wild. So for them to still be here with each other and the friendship still be the same as just like, yo, you know, ain't nothing changed. We just, you know, we just had a, we just growing a little bit. We had to grow. We had to do what we had to do. And we come back when it's necessary. And it is so necessary right now. I love this, this album, this mixtape is super refreshing. It's all I've been listening to. I love everything about it. I love it. Um, from, from the opening garage talk, just slick talk, slick bars, everything that they're talking about, the, 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 the growth from these niggas is what amazes me, 10 Piece is amazing, my favorite album on here, uh, my favorite album, my favorite record on here for sure is From the Start, and then after that is No Clout Chasing, like these niggas is really putting in work right now, Stone Gentleman is the one, Stone Gentleman was one of those songs that I swear to God, and Antmo's gonna laugh when I say this too. I swear to God, yo, Antmo, that's me and you. Like when if if me and Antmo were to get together and like you know really sit down and talk that shit, like nigga, Stone Gentleman would. That's us, nigga. That is us, bro. Like I'm not even bullshitting. Like that shit made me want, yo, Antmo. Let me ask you this. I'm about to throw this out in today. I'm about to throw this out the universe just right now. Just. You know what I'm saying? Throw it out there and see what happens. You pick it up if you want. If you don't want to, you don't have to pick it up. You know what I'm saying? Do what you want to do with it. Here we go. What if me and you, you and I, were to make an EP of some sorts or like a mixtape? You know what I'm saying? I'm talking like more, more so an EP, maybe like an EP series. I'm talking like maybe like six songs, right? And... You would do all the rapping, of course, because that's what you do. And I would do the skits and or I could also, you know, introduce the next song or like say we're having a conversation and then the next song that comes on would be what that conversation was about, you know what I'm saying? But I would be able to bring the funny in there, just give it a new, different type of aspect, feel. You let me know what you're feeling right now with that, because I think we could do something dope. I think it could be fun. I think it could be dope. You let me know. But yes, anyway, back to Wiz and Currency. Um, This, what this is, the beats on here, the production, the growth is really evident and I love that the most about it I love the fact that they're about to go on tour together uh for like a month and just you know 
do these songs, play this album. Um, of course, they're going to do the classics from How Fly, but that's a currency and whiz is like friendship goals. I'm I'm being real right now. Them niggas are brothers. Them niggas are real friends, and I like that about them. I like that. I like that the most about them, and it shows in their music because they're not trying to. Nobody's trying to like outdo each other over here. Everybody's just trying to be the best at. At, they're trying to better themselves because they're so comfortable with themselves and who they are already that it's like, I don't need to outdo him. I'm going to go out here and do my thing, and it's going to be fire. He's going to do his thing. It's going to be fire. We're going to put it together, and all of a sudden, you just got this fly dope shit. That's just what happens. And if anything, them niggas make each other better for sure. Like, <laughs> Currency got off on a few, and then Wiz would get off on a few, and it's just really, really dope to hear them. I'm so happy that this is back. Like, I'm happy that they're back. I'm happy that they they listen to their fans. They listen to us. We've been we've been asking for a How Fly two for ten years. Niggas been playing How Fly the mixtape for ten years. Still, I'm still playing it. And now we get this 2009 and it's like, wow, this was well worth the wait. Everything on here is just a lot of fucking, it's a lot, it's, it's, it's fly talk in a way that's like, my nigga, you can be fly too. You know what I'm saying? Yes, we do this. Yes, we, I am who I am. Yes, that's Wiz. He is who he is. But what I'm saying is, if you fucking with us and you feel this energy, 100%, you can be that too in your own way. And I like them niggas for that. I like them for that. That is, that's some real shit right there. And I will, and I will always respect them for that from here on out. I'll always respect them. And that's why I always fuck with Wiz. Because at the end of the day, I know who Wiz Big Brother is. And that's currency. So that's it for uh for 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 albums this week. That is it. And uh yeah, man. So story time this week is not really a story time. It's kind of, you know, being that uh you know, it's gonna be Valentine's Day this week and everything. I wanted to just uh talk about my lady a little bit. Um I am very, very grateful to have this woman in my life um it's interesting relationships like I've never actually been in a in a in a healthy relationship I should say so to be in one finally and to have someone who accepts you for who you are doesn't matter and you do the same for them and it's just like wow man I don't know whoever said having a girlfriend was like overrated or like nah I don't want a girlfriend like nigga you're stupid (laughs) you're dumb to be able to share things and have a person who you know has your back and a person who you know is not gonna fail you or let you down nigga that's all that's that's what this shit is about that's what this is about. I'm 30 years old, man. I'm thinking about, you know, taking it to the next level with her. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's a big deal. I've never I've never felt that before. And it's amazing. 
the way that she holds me down is crazy. It's crazy, man. Um, you know, I, and I still, I still fuck up sometimes because I'm, I'm stupid because I'm a man. But, <laughs> but she's still here, and she still holds me down, and she still takes care of me, and she still loves me all the same. So I can't, I can't be mad about that. So. Uh, I definitely did get her something dope for Valentine's Day. It still isn't here. I don't know why, because I definitely ordered the shit, so it need to hurry up. I don't know what the fuck is taking so long with it, but it need to come on, because it's a dope, it's a cool gift. You know what I'm saying? It's a cool gift, um, and I think she's going to like it a lot. It's just something that I think... uh, I like... I, I I I don't do the gift thing too much, so when I do the gift thing... I try to I try to do a good job at it. You know what I'm saying? I try to do good. So I think I did good with this one. I think I did pretty good. We'll see. <laughs> Who knows? But yeah, man. <sighs> Valentine's Day. Girlfriends. If you have one, do something special. If you have a wife, do something special, man. Do something. And you know, Know what you have and really, really appreciate it. Don't take it for granted and love that woman. You know what I'm saying? I love my woman. You know what I'm saying? You got to do that. You got to love them. If you don't love them, this shit ain't going to, it's not going to work, bro. It's just not going to work. It's not going to happen for you. So make sure you love these women, man. Love them. Period. And I love, and I love you, Lenise. So that's that. So happy Valentine's Day to you. Um, this weekend, you know, we're going to have a nice weekend. It's going to end the weekend on Sunday, going to my show. I'm looking forward to it. It's, it's going to be cool. It's going to be cool. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm looking forward to blunts on blunts. I'm looking forward to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how I know this is my woman, you know? Like, I'm over here really smoking. I'm really blowing it down. I'm blowing it down the way I want to blow it down, too. It's great. It's absolutely great. <laughs> so, yeah. Valentine's Day, just want to share that a little something, 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 and, uh, yeah, so, one more thing before I get out of here, uh, this shit sounds kind of crazy, so, a Texas grandmother, she fought off machete robbers who were in clown masks, like, she fought them off, I don't know how the fuck she did that, but she did that, that's the thing, Whoa, you know what I mean? <laughs> Will Smith, he's blue. He's officially blue. Um, saw the trailer for Aladdin, the live action, and Will Smith looks great. It's going to be great. I cannot wait for this movie now even more because now seeing him as the genie, like really seeing him as the genie in the blue, yeah, it's going to be dope. Very, very dope. I said dope. What the fuck? Dope. <laughs> Jesse Smollett, uh, he performed for the first time. Uh, I don't, I'm not actually not sure where he performed, but he performed. He said a whole little speech on on stage and stuff, you know. So who knows? They still, they still, they're still trying to, they're still questioning that. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I'm not sure, um, but you know, salute to him. He's back. He's healthy. He's doing his thing. Okay. We got a few this week that got to eat a dick, right? All right. So, where do we begin? Okay, Jennifer Lopez. 
Jennifer Lopez. Why? Why did you do a a a Soul Train tribute at the Grammys? What was the reason for that? What was uh what were you going for? I don't understand. I get it. You did a good job. Cool. However, this shit's stupid. This is dumb. And it wasn't that great of a job. They're hyping you. Okay? They're hyping you. I wanted you to sit down. All right? But you didn't. You kept dancing. So, whatever. You still beautiful. You beautiful. But eat a dick for this one. Because what the fuck was that performance? What was that? What are what are you doing right now? What what are you doing out here? Yes, they told you to perform. You wanted to do that? What'd you do that for? That's dumb. That's dumb. That's a dumb tribute. You saw what Janelle Monet did, you know? Out there looking like Prince? Yeah. That's a tribute. That's good shit. That's the shit right there. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck you was doing. <laughs> you still fine though. You beautiful. But nah. <clears throat> Eat a dick for that one. That dumbass performance. That shit was whack. Um, Grammys as a whole. <coughs> Y'all can eat a dick, man. Whole Grammys can eat a dick. And I understand it now because I didn't watch any of the Grammys this year. I didn't watch it. I just did not watch it. Um, I didn't feel the need to. I'm doing better at just not giving a shit about it. And now... After this year, I'm just like, no, I don't give a shit about this. Cardi B, good for you. You won Best Rap Album of the Year. But the thing is, you didn't have Best Rap Album of the Year. I don't give a shit if it's like, oh, sales. And, you know, she brought in bigger crowds. And she brought in this. Nigga, Invasions of, Invasions of Privacy was an album for the women that wasn't for us. That wasn't for lovers of hip-hop that was for women i don't give a shit about this album not for it to be album of the year no over Pusha t no over travis scott no and travis scott i thought they were gonna give it to him nigga what over nipsey hustle no no clearly the grammys is clearly a popularity contest and that's dumb and I don't give a shit what you all are saying. Like, well, I mean, she got, you know, she sold more records. She sold more. Did. I get all of that. But this is what I'm saying. Why was why was that album even in the category? Record sales or not. Why did you put that one here? Why did you put it here? Because it's the most popular? Because that's the one that people talked about the most? Fuck that. This is dumb, yo. I'm off I'm off the Grammys. I'm off that shit, man. I'm no more. No more Grammys. I'm done. I can't I can't do it. Salute to Drake for taking that for taking that platform and doing what he did on that stage too cuz he was just he 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 said it straight up like, "Yo. I'm about to matter of fact, I'm about to I'm about to pull up what what Drake said. I'm about to pull it up right now because it was perfect. So I can't I don't want to mess it up. It was perfect. Where is it? Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on. Here we go. Here we go. Drake said, we play an opinion-based sport, not a factual-based sport. 
You already won if you have people singing your songs word for word. If they're singing in your hometown, you don't need this right here. You already won. Yeah. Grammys is bullshit. This is stupid. Like, we don't need to be... No. Like, nah. Nigga, we already won. They singing our songs everywhere. They know our songs everywhere. I don't need this award to say that I'm the best. I know I'm the best. The people let me know I'm the best. They're singing my shit wherever I go. Clearly, I must be the shit. I don't need y'all to be like, no, you're the shit. Here's an award for being the shit. Nah, yo. Fuck y'all. Fuck y'all. How about that? Grammys? Fuck all that, man. That's just dumb. I'm off that. Um, Gucci. Gucci. You know what the fuck you're doing with that dumbass sweater. You know what you're doing. And you still put it out? That's a blackface sweater, bro. That's blackface on that sweater. And you're trying to say that you don't know what you're doing? Or what? Nah, nigga. Fuck Gucci as a whole. Okay? Fuck y'all. Okay? That shit's dumb. Now, I can't even afford Gucci to begin with. All right? I'm broke. Okay? I wasn't going to be buying Gucci anyway. But now, I would never buy Gucci. Regardless. Now, the fuck are you guys doing with this dumbass sweater? This is dumb. You know what the fuck this is. You like, I didn't know. I didn't think though. You know what the fuck you're doing, yo. We're not dumb. Blackface isn't acceptable at any time. It doesn't matter what's going on. Blackface isn't acceptable. You can't put it on fashion and be like, oh no, it's not blackface. It's fashion. Nigga, it's blackface. The fuck are you talking about? That's blackface. No. Y'all can eat a dick. Throw the whole Gucci, throw the whole company away. If you want to ask me. If, look, I'm the nigga that really boycotts out here. All right. There is no more H&M for me. Okay. I haven't watched football in three years. I don't give a shit about football anymore. Okay. I don't give a shit about Gucci to begin with. All right. I give a shit about Dapper Dan. I wonder what Dapper Dan's going to do now because, you know, he the one that's over here running Gucci. I don't know what's going to happen, but that design should not even have gone through. I don't know who approved that, but it should not even have gotten approved. And y'all fucked up and you know you fucked up. You can't sit here and be like, oh, yeah. No, nigga. No. Sorry. Doesn't work that way. It just doesn't. So, Gucci, y'all can eat a dick. Okay. Let's get into it, right? Shall we get into it? Liam Neeson. Michelle Rodriguez. Let's start with Michelle Rodriguez first because she's the one that made these dumbass comments in support of Liam Neeson. Um, Michelle says that Liam Neeson can't be a racist Because, you know, did you see the way he kissed Viola Davis? You know, his tongue was so far down her throat. You know, he's not a racist. He's a nice guy. It's all lies. Blah, blah, blah. Fuck that. So, it's Black History Month. Let me give y'all a little history lesson. Let me see if I could uh, make sense for you all real quick. Um, Light-skinned people are here because 
the slave masters were fucking the slaves. And they hated the slaves. They hated them. They couldn't stand them. They hated everything about them. Yet they still fucked them and got them pregnant. Yeah? So you're trying to tell me that Liam Neeson can't be racist because he kissed a black woman, like really kissed her, and her tongue was all down her throat? Yeah? Well, guess what? My history says that the white man been fucking us forever, getting all of us pregnant, and he didn't give a fuck, he didn't give a shit about any of them, and he was still doing that. He was still fucking them, okay? Do you all know where the term train comes from? It comes from back then. See, back then... These white men, they wanted to get these women pregnant. They just wanted to, you know, they wanted to have a, they wanted to have a, a light-skinned baby. You know what I'm saying? They wanted to have one of those so they can put it in the house so it can live in the house and do more work for them. You know what I mean? It ain't like they got the baby and then they're free. No, they, they know these babies are born into slavery, right? So they would have one white man go in there and fuck this woman. And then they would have another white man go in there and fuck this woman. And then they would have another white man go in there and fuck this woman. And they would just keep pumping her up full of cum until one of them gets her pregnant. Boom. Now you have another slave. That's what they were doing. And they hated these people. Okay. They didn't even look at them as people. And you're trying to tell me that Liam Neeson can't be a racist because he kissed a black woman. Fuck you, Michelle Rodriguez. Eat a dick. What the fuck are you even talking for? Why are you going so hard for Liam Neeson, this racist? Are you fucking kidding me right now? Your last name is Rodriguez. The fuck are you doing, Rodriguez? Ain't you brown? The fuck is happening right now? Ain't you Spanish? The fuck are you doing right now? Word? He can't be racist. Let me make it even more. I'll take it even a step further for you, okay? I'll take it a step further. I believe that Kris Jenner is full-blown the devil, all right? I think she's the devil, okay? I don't like this woman at all. I don't like that. I don't. I do not like this woman. I can't stand her. I, 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 I can honestly say I probably do hate her. I do. I hate her. Having said that, she is a beautiful 61-year-old woman, and I would hate fuck the shit out of Kris Jenner. I'd hate fuck the shit out of her. I'd be real disrespectful with it too. I'd probably spit in her mouth and all some wild, like some wild disrespectful shit. And I hate that woman. I hate her. And even when I'm done doing that, I'm still going to hate her. So how could you tell me that Liam Neeson isn't no fucking racist? What? Because he kissed a black woman? Bitch, you dumb. You dumb. You dumb. You dumb. You know how I know you dumb? Because there's light-skinned people in the world because <laughs> white man was fucking the black woman. That's why. And the white man hated the black woman. But yet somehow he's still having her have his babies. Yeah. And then they fucked us up even more because then they put the light-skinned slaves in the house and they would have people that look like me, dark like me, they have us out in the field. And, you know, they would say the light-skinned slaves, you know, those ones, you know, they're, 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 they're the pretty ones. You know, you over there, you a ugly motherfucker, you know, and that and that mentality has fucked us up 400 years later. And here we are right here again, 2019, still talking about team dark skin and team light skin. Yeah. The fuck? Shit is deep over here. Real deep. Okay? It's real deep. Liam Neeson, you can eat a dick, my nigga. Because I'm not sure what the fuck you were trying to do in this interview, bruh. Not sure what you was doing. 
Um, you've been making the same movie for 10 years, okay? We don't give a shit about you uh, saving any more of, of, of your family members. We don't care no more, all right? We're done. I don't care about you being on trains, getting money, and the train's going to crash. I don't, I don't care about any of it. I don't, I, don't, I don't care. I don't care. But what you were trying to do here was trying to take, you know, a moment of you being like, oh, you know, I've done something like that, you know, being that the movie's about revenge and, you know, you're trying to get revenge. And so you went out and, you know, your friend tells you that she was raped by uh, a black guy. She says she was raped. Now, here, once again, history lesson. We can take it here because I'm going to take it there. Okay. Um, How do you know that white woman was telling the truth? Because history tells me that white women been lying on a black man for hundreds of years. You know, you ever heard of the movie called Rosewood? You ever heard of Rosewood out there in Florida? You know, that black town out there in Florida. And uh, what happened was this white woman, she was sleeping with a black man. You see, she was sleeping with a black man. She got caught. You know what I'm saying? She got caught. Actually, what happened was this. She was having an affair, right? She was having an affair. And um, the slave, you know, caught her having this affair. She runs out and uh, says that she was raped. She was raped by a nigger. A nigger raped me. A nigger raped me. Yeah, right. And that never happened at all. That never happened. And in Rosewood, which is a movie, yes, with Vin Rames, you can look it up. It's a good movie. It's good. But it's also based on a true story. For one whole week, white people just went through Rosewood, the town of Rosewood, and they just killed any black person they saw. They just killed them. You know what I'm saying? You ever heard the term picnic? You want to know where the term picnic comes from? It comes from this. Pick a nigga. That's where it comes from. Pick a nigga. White people would drive around their cars and they would pick a nigga. And they would pick a nigga and they would kill that nigga. Or they would hang that nigga. And then they would they would they would set up a nice little cloth under this nigga that they just hung and they would take pictures of this nigga. And they would eat food around this nigga. Yeah, picnic. Look it up. It's real. Okay? It's Black History Month. I'm trying to give you all some education. All right. I'm trying to give you all a something, a little bit of something. OK, so. Do we even know that this woman was raped? I don't know. But you then said that you went out into town for a week and you were just looking for any black bastard in air quotes, any black bastard to kill or hurt. You wanted somebody to mess with you so you can kill them. You know, real George Zimmerman like, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Real sound like George Zimmerman. You know what I mean? And that nigga's still alive. I still can't believe he's alive, but he's still alive and breathing out here. And George Zimmerman was just out here, you know, being a nosy motherfucker. And now there's no more Trayvon Martin. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what the fuck, what you're doing, that's what you're doing. Now, it'd be different if you said you went out to go look for the guy who raped this girl. But again, how do we even know if it was rape? I mean, just a month ago, there was that case of the college student, the girl who said, oh, that guy he who'd been locked up for 12 years in there, he actually didn't rape me. I know I said it, but that black guy actually didn't do it. Yeah, you took 12 years of his life. 
because you finally wanted to be like, no, that didn't happen. Are you fucking kidding me? Do any of you know of Emmett Till? Are you a, are you aware of Emmett Till? Emmett Till was this young 15-year-old boy. He was from Chicago, and he went out to Alabama. I believe it was Alabama, yeah. Went out to Alabama uh, to go visit his family out there in the country, and he went to go ask this white woman for directions, and he has a lisp, and he whistled at her. She thought it was a whistle. He wasn't whistling. He was trying to talk to her to get some directions. He didn't know where the fuck he was going. And you know what these guys did? These white men, she went home and said, this black man whistled at me. And then he, she went home. They told her, you know, she told these guys. And they found him out there. And they beat him to death. That's what they did. And his mom had an open casket at the funeral because she wanted you all to see what the fuck these people did to her son. And he did nothing. He did nothing. And you know what happened? You know what happened with that lady? 80 years later, okay? 80 years later, maybe maybe 60 years, whoever knows. You know what I'm saying? The woman is like 88 years old now. You know what she said? Do you know what she said? She said he never whistled at all. Are you fucking serious? Really? So... When I hear things like this, Liam Neeson, being a black man that I am, when I hear these things that I hear, you know, oh, this white man, you know, this white woman says she was raped by this black guy. I have to I have to I have to be skeptic about it. You know why? Because it's known fact that white women lie on the black man. Known fact. It'd be different if you said you went out to go look for this man. No, what you did was you just went out to go look for any black man. That's what you did. And it's racist because uh, b- white, white men been doing that shit for hundreds of years, guys. Years, okay? Years. White men back in 1920s, back in the 1900s, back in the 1800s, back in the 1700s, back in the 1600s. White men could just sit at home and be like, I'm bored. You know what? Let's go find some niggas. Let's go kill them. They did that. It was easy for them because they didn't give a shit about us. They did that for fun. They did it for fun. Even when slavery was abolished, they were still doing it. They're like, oh, they're not our slaves no more. But you know what? I can still kill one of you niggas if I get bored. So, huh, come on my lawn if you want to. I'll kill you. And then back then, white man, fuck you mean back then. George Zimmerman's still alive. So... Yeah, still, white man can be like, yeah, I did that, I killed them, and they're just like, oh, okay, okay, so you killed them, all right, I mean, I don't know what to tell, I, don't, I mean, what are we gonna tell the family, but, yeah, okay, all right, you did that, we'll just, we'll figure out something to say to them, and then, you know, we'll take it from there, nah, nah, Liam Neeson, it don't go down that way, sorry, I'm sorry, you cut, you cut, you done, Liam Neeson, you done, you can eat a dick, my guy. I don't give a shit what happens to your career from here on out. You can eat a dick because you are an idiot. You're an asshole. And you were trying to get sympathy points the next day on Good Morning America talking about, I'm not this person. I'm not like, get the shut the fuck up, bro. We don't give a shit about anything you have to say now because you made it clear where you stand. You made it clear. You just want to go out and just go kill a nigga. That's what you want to do. I'm going to go out and go kill a nigga. I don't care what nigga. I'm going to kill some nigga. I'm going to kill one of them. 
because, you know, they raped my friend. And I guarantee you, your friend, she probably ain't even get raped. She's probably fucking a black guy. I tell you that. Maybe he went a little too hard. Maybe he ripped a little something, something, because, you know, a lot of us is built a certain way. But uh, I don't think he raped her. Nah, I don't think so. I don't I don't believe white women when they say things about black men. Sorry. That's just me. I don't believe a word they say. And I've and I've been and I've and I've been in situations. I've 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 lived situations. You know, I've seen that shit happen. That shit happened in my high school with a white girl. And she was a hoe of the hoe. She was the hoest of hoes. You know what I'm saying? She did that shit all the time. And then she got caught with the black guys in the bathroom. They was running train on that bitch. And that bitch says she got raped. And them niggas got locked up for three weeks. And then they were like, oh, she was like, oh, no, I didn't get raped. And you know what? She never came back to school. She never came back. You know why? Because she knows that she lied. And all of us knew that she lied because she's a fucking hoe. Sound to me like your friend might have been a hoe. That's what it sounded like to me, Lam Neeson. But who, what, who am I? I don't know. I don't know. But you walking around just trying to look for any random black man to kill. Yeah, nigga, that's racist. Okay. That's racist. You done. You done. You done. And all y'all should go read a fucking book. All of y'all. Because this shit is real out here. Okay? It's real. Alright? Don't get it fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know about the Holocaust and all that. Yeah. Everybody know about the Holocaust. And you know, oh, three million people died. And you know, it's very sad. It is. It's very sad. It is. 100%. But peep game. More than five million slaves died just on the boats. Okay, just coming over on the boats, they died on the boat. So imagine how many fucking died when they got off the boat. Put that shit together in your head. You know what I'm saying? How many of them did they rape and kill just for fun? You ever seen Amistad? Remember that movie Amistad, the big boat that went over to, you know, that went over to Africa and got all the slaves. And there's that part in Amistad. And Amistad's a true story. And this part really did happen. I read the book. It is true. This, this shit went down. There was a part in this, in, 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 in the movie when they're on the boat and they bring all the slaves on deck and they're just bored and they have them all chained up and they just start kicking them off the boat. They just start kicking them right off the boat into the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. Shit is real out here. Okay? Shit is real. You know what you all should go do? You all should go to Baltimore, Maryland and go visit the Blacks and Wax Museum. You should go do that. I try to take white people to go see the Blacks and Wax Museum. They have a great exhibit in there and they put you on a slave ship. You walk through a slave ship and you see, you know... These images of, you know, people being force fed and, you know, you see them chained up. You see, you see it in front of you. That's our history. That's my history. That's where we came from. That's what we came from. And then we got off that boat and they fucked us up even more. It's like what? I have a book. It's called Breaking the Psychology of Willie Lynch. Willie Lynch was the man who invented and created the word lynch and noose and all that. He was a slave owner out in Guyana. And when he would get mad at slaves, if they did something he didn't like, he would hang them. So, you know, look at Willie wrong. I didn't like the way that slave looked at me. Hang him. 
you know? That slave over there, he stepped on my shoe. Hang him, you know? That type of shit, yeah. And I have this book, and the book is small. It's only like 120 pages, maybe. But I don't give it to everybody because not everybody's ready for that. Not everybody's ready for that real. Um, and they don't understand that the psychology of slavery is embedded in all black people. Not just some, all of us. Yeah, all of us. 400 years of killing and raping and pillaging and everything and building this fucking country for you all. Yeah, it'll fuck you up. Yeah, it will. So, having said all that, Liam Neeson, you can eat a dick. Uh, Michelle Rodriguez, go read a fucking book because you're bugging and you can eat a dick. And all of y'all who will listen to this podcast, it's Black History Month. Maybe I put you on to something you didn't know. Maybe I didn't. Maybe you don't believe something that I said. If you don't believe it, Reach in that phone in your pocket and Google and let me know what you think. Matter of fact, read the book Uncle Tom's Cabin and then you can understand where the term Uncle Tom came from. OK, you know, Samuel Jackson and Django, that, my friends, is an Uncle Tom and take it from there. Shit is real, still real. The slavery mentality is in all of us and it will never go away. So, yeah, I know that's a weird note to end it on, Black History Month, I know, I know, but I had to educate a little bit this week, I had to, because this shit that Liam Neeson did is crazy, and I will not allow black people to try to defend this man in any way, because what he did is not cool and that shit is 100% racist and they've been doing that to us for fun for years no nigga you can't just be walking around doing to kill black people but then again white people can do that you know what I'm saying because again George Zimmerman and every other white person that killed a black guy out here in the world for the last like 12 years yeah yeah black lives matter yeah I think they do fucking matter I think they do. Still, they still matter. Yeah, that's real. Because they're still fucking killing us. Left and right. Yeah, for fun. They say history repeats itself, right? That's what they say? Yeah. <laughs> Could have fooled me, huh? <laughs> anyway, man, that's it for this week. You already know what it is. Andrew Barrow, Suburban Dope. Find me on the Instagram, at Suburban Dope. Follow me on the Twitter, at Suburban underscore Dope. Uh, I'm on the iTunes. Subscribe, write a comment, review. I'm on the SoundCloud. Do the same. Salute to Morgan. I love you, cousin. She does it every week. She comments. She does her thing every single week. Be more like Morgan. I can't stress it enough. I'm on the Stitcher. Do the same thing over there. I'm on the TuneIn. Do the same thing over there. I'm on iHeartRadio. Do the same thing over there. I'm on Google Play. Do the same thing over there. I'm out here. And this weekend, Sunday, February 17th, I'll be at the new Edison Lounge 
in Baltimore, Maryland with the homies. We're putting on our own show, the comedy get together hosted by your boy, myself, Andrew Barrow. We'll be there. Salute to Donnie. Salute to Dallas. Salute to Antmo. I'm ready. We're, it's going to be fun. I really hope people show up. I'm putting it out there because, you know, you you all listen. Maybe you'll tell somebody around the area something. Maybe you know somebody. Anything. We're, we're, we're coming. February 17th. And that's all you guys need. Having said all that, I'm Andrew Barrow.